0: Previously on the Loyal Littles Podcast.
1: So here's a new question we're going to premiere today on the Loyal Littles Podcast. What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Uh, <laughs> that was a great reaction. <laughs> we appreciate it. Uh, I was like, I can't believe I agreed to come on this stupid podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. I am so excited today, everyone. We have a pretty much full house, the Fab Four as we call it, are back together. I mean, Tiny Chuck pissed so many people off, we got him back, but we have Simon with us. (laughs) And of course, Roxy's with us. This is so exciting. Hey, everyone. Hey, hey. All right. So, Simon, you're back, but are you okay?
2: No, not really. (laughs) Go ahead. You give know. us your uh, your. I don't know. I don't know how to explain what do it. You want? Just tell what us do you your want, feelings. What do you want from me? I've got nothing left to give. Tell us. Know? Tell um, us your feelings. Yeah. How are you? We feeling? lost yeah. in the worst possible way. You could lose. Yeah. And we were up for so long. Well, that's like, the thing. Oh. Okay, so you
1: score right away, and then you just play this like ridiculous. What do you call it? Like eight men behind the ball. What do you say? Like.
2: Yeah, it's just putting all the men. Yeah, it's putting ten men behind the ball. It's just yeah, rubbish. I mean. I mean you know we had some more enterprise in the in extra time for sure, but like uh, I mean, look, long story short, I'm very proud of the guys they did very well, sure. they got very far, and we should get behind them, but like uh, we you know it's not like you guys you guys have your Super Bowl every year, you have these things every year, it's every four years for the euros, every four years for the World Cup, so really, it's like two years the chances of getting to a final. You know, it's been 55 years since we've won. Realistically, will we ever get there again in my lifetime? I don't know. And and it was we had such a good chance to do it. Yeah. We were up by a goal. We just needed to push ahead. Oh, and then penalties, what a disaster! So real disaster. quick,
1: <laughs> wh- how do you where do you land on that those substitutions at the end of the game? Were you upset about
2: that? Well i mean penalty is such a crap shoot. you know people can analyze it all they want but really it's just it's just pure luck you know i mean i get you know according to southgate they had trained and they had decided this is what they're going to do and those are the best penalty takers so you kind of have to go with that i mean there is an element of like they weren't warm they hadn't been playing the game yeah and like sure he could have been further up because like you know he scored and like he was looking good and and he takes a lot of free kicks. So I'm not sure why Shaw wasn't in there. And then, like, you know, you really want the last penalty to be taken by a 19-year-old who It's his first major tournament.
3: Yeah, that's you know, a lot of pressure. Those
2: marks of, like, yeah, is that to put your last person as a brand new player, 19, to win the Euros for you. Like, right. that's a lot of pressure.
0: I mean, look, everyone got the job. So therefore, everyone should be qualified to do the job. Yeah. However, you can't plan yeah. for the element of experience over inexperience and no yeah i mean i'm sure he's super talented but putting him in that position was crazy
2: yeah i mean i've been in a penalty shootout and it's it's horrible yeah Yeah. it's and you can never train for that pressure yeah no matter how many penalties you take you can never train for that pressure chuck and i
1: love the penalties (laughs) we love the penalty kicks we we had that Uh, why it ruins
2: the game i mean i get why you need to finish the game but like yeah it's, I think it's exciting. It's, it's drama. Just keep playing until someone scores. Just I keep mean, going. Look. Even if it's like another two hours, just keep going. Look, you, know? you
1: guys like the Bachelorette. We like penalty <laughs> kicks. So <laughs> all that filled with drama. How's that for the a last segue? last thing I will say, though. Why? Okay, if go I ahead.
2: May. Let's, I thought the referee was horrible. Um, mm. so. Going
1: that route. Was, huh? there, Blaming the ref. Okay.
2: Well, no, I'm not. I, I, I hate to do that. But there were some <laughs> occasions where I was like, How is that not a yellow or, in fact, a red card right at the end when Chiellini, when he pulled, I think it was Saka, actually, that he pulled by his shirt when he was clear on goal. According to the rules of the book, that should be a red card. But everyone's like, well, it's a final, you know, it should be more lenient. Yeah, you don't want to ruin a game. But at the same time, the Italians were able to get away with so many fouls that in any other circumstance would have been carded. And because they didn't get carded, they could keep doing it. And it disrupts the game, and it disrupts all of our attacking flow. So I wasn't all disappointed with the referee.
1: Okay, well, Simon, you you ruined my segue, but that's okay. Because we did get an email, and it just says John from Dallas. And it says, what's going on? Why are there no more Bachelorette updates, Roxy? Ah. So Roxy, uh, and Simon's here. Simon, are you caught up? I think I am,
2: actually, yeah. Okay, but
1: we don't have that much time. So just give us a quick... 30 second to a minute update. You said Catboy's gone, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. she
0: sent him home. And I, I was really sad about it because he's a really great guy, seems to be. And he dressed up as in a cat suit for her on the first night. So that's pretty cute. Yeah, no, there was just <laughs> she she told the poor guy. She was like, yeah, you know, you you check every box. But the one when we kiss, there's no spark there. It's missing something or your kiss is missing something like that's horrible. I mean she was oh, honest I mean, and there's no worse thing to say. But I mean you know? it's yeah, I felt really bad for him. But you know what? I have to say, I don't know how you feel, Simon, but this is probably my favorite group of guys in all of Bachelor history. They are so supportive of each other they yeah, cuddle on the couch together yeah. like they're not afraid to get in touch in touch, touch with, with their, their emotions, emotions and they're you know realizing like they're all like human beings and they're treating each other with such respect minus a couple but she's been really good to send those people home yeah i just think it's i love them all i think they're great
1: so chuck are you ready to throw up over there yet or what
4: <laughs> i have no idea
2: what I'm talking
0: about.
1: <laughs> 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 so simon do
2: you like this group real quick Yeah, I mean, they seem nice. The the show is always going to be ridiculous, isn't it? Like, these guys supporting each other whilst dating the same woman, I mean. (laughs) That's a good point. Shouldn't it be a little more cutthroat?
0: Yeah. Well, with the women, it's... Well, yeah. we promise we'll Crazy. get back to more
1: Bachelorette talk. As, it's almost over, though, right? I couldn't believe that. Um,
0: We're about halfway over. Oh, okay.
1: Good, good, good. Yeah. All right. So we'll come back. We'll touch upon that. And just for the record, we don't like to always do it on the Tuesday episode because we don't want to give any spoilers. Yeah,
0: in case so. any littles out there actually watch. Yeah.
1: So we have some great emails and tweets to get through. First of all, well, actually, first we have a correction. Bobby emailed us in. Something. Oh, no.
0: Tweeted. <laughs> he tweeted at me.
1: He tweeted at, at Roxy and said, Okay. Alonzo, not Alfonso. <laughs> One. Chuck, how did you not catch that? He won the batting, t- the home run derby.
0: Oh, I, I called polar bear. I called. Yeah, well,
1: right. no, yeah, but she said Alfonso. I called
0: him Alfonso. You know what? It was yeah. early in the morning. I hadn't it had my coffee anyway. yet. So she it, tweeted back.
1: <laughs> she tweeted back a picture of Alfonso Ribeiro doing his like doing little Carlton dance. dance, doing the Carlton dance. So anyway, <laughs> all right. We had a quick email from Lee Gordon who says in reference to our one of our news stories about the chicken nuggets. He said, "If I were two hours into a police chase, there's only one place I would stop: the men's room."
0: Ah, that's a good call. uh,
1: It's not fast food. But speaking Uh, of fast food, we heard from Smitty Scoop and he said, Roxy likes chicken McNuggets? What? It took 68 episodes for Roxy to be completely and unequivocally wrong. So I guess that is pretty good.
2: That's a pretty good average. Yeah, he's he's not a big yeah, fan of yeah. And the I chain. like how he's counting the episodes. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is episode
1: sixty-nine, guys. We're almost at seventy. This Whoa. is exciting. Ooh, sixty-nine. Yeah. Wow, yeah. someone's got to say yeah. it. All right, now come on, <laughs> yes. I, family know, show, family show. I knew show. someone was going to go there. <laughs> yeah. Surprised
0: it wasn't me, but yeah,
1: anyway. I'm surprised. it was,
3: yeah, yeah, I was thinking
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> we were all thinking it, Chuck. Come on. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. And real quick, before we get to our Meet the Littles guest, we have a, just a couple more things. We have to give props where props is due. I mean, hello. Are we fearing the deer right now? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Milwaukee comes back. They do what they're supposed to do. They mm-hmm. win on the home court. So mm-hmm. it's one of these situations where the series isn't over until yeah. the home team loses, I guess. you know. So we'll have to see. It's going to be interesting. It's going to make for a great game six because that, that'll that be back in Milwaukee. So, uh, regardless, if they're up or if they're down, mm-hmm. it's going to be great. Uh, yeah, and, and we yeah, finally yeah, got a decent watch. game, which was nice. How how they,
2: they don't go with <laughs> the buck? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. I'm sure those Wait, are – yeah, there's
4: some Arizona shirts that are out there probably.
2: If, if, oh, if not right.
4: already, then they, are, they will be now. Well,
2: <laughs> oh, but, but I was meaning more in a positive sense. Like, you know, you want to <laughs> the buck not no like, oh like, yeah not okay. like hey go f- you guys but being like yeah let's f- <laughs> <the> buck. <laughs> uh, maybe this is
1: um no that's not yeah that's <laughs> anyway so not all right sorry about that anyways, y'all if you were listening yeah. with the kids and real quick before we get out of here we have some big news. summer of littles 3.1 we have the finalized list and there is a city missing chuck but we'll uh, get into that later. But we have all these new, we have nine new venues, Asheville, North Carolina, Oakland, California, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Phoenix, Arizona, St. Louis, Missouri, Montgomery, Alabama, Atlantic Beach, North Carolina, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Toronto, Ontario. So this is amazing. Those are the new locations. Make sure you head on over to
0: summeroflittles.com
1: and you go to the
0: RSVP page. I
1: love that that's become a thing. And make sure you tell the host you're coming. All right, you guys. Let's get out of here. We have another great Meet the Littles guest today. Aren't
0: they always great? They are always great. great,
1: But we always learn so much new stuff. If you have any interest in the Little League World Series, is it the World Series? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Little League World Series. Come on back. Well, come on back anyway, because it's now time to Meet the Littles.
4: This is Ed Butt from Frankfurt, Michigan. Stormcloud Brewing is our de facto community center. It's where I first met the woman who should remain nameless, It's also a place where I've met so many Littles that Rick Schmidt, the head honcho at StormCloud, was curious and started listening to the Tony Kornheiser show. So he's now a little too and is co-hosting Summer of Littles 3.1. With a backstory like that, how could you not come and visit us? So go to summeroflittles.com for details and to RSVP. No code is necessary.
1: like to rock and roll or what? Oh yeah. We are being played in this episode by a band called Seis Hombres and this song is called Vinyl Groove. Now the song was actually written by Tommy George and he's the one that wrote in and gave us the permission to play it on the podcast. So we really appreciate that. If you like what you hear, the best way to find them is over on their YouTube channel. Just head on over there and search Seis Hombres and that is S-E-I-S-H-O-M-B-R-E-S. And as always, we'll play the full song, Vinyl
0: Groove, at the end of the podcast.
1: All right, all you loyal Littles, it's now time to meet the Littles, and we have our very special guest, who, Roxy, we have our work cut out for us, Mm -hmm. because by the end of this episode, we have to talk him into somehow coming down to New York City for Summer of Littles 3.1. Please welcome to the podcast, David Patton. Hey, David, how's it going? Uh, It's
5: going good, Chuck, and Roxy, how are you guys today?
1: Well, we're good, except that we were just kind of chatting off air, and we... We, we have a feeling you have some bad news for us right to start. So why don't you just rip the Band-Aid off yeah. and tell us
5: what's up. Just rip up. the band right off. Yeah. Well, as you, as you had read in my email, and by the way, I've had more emails and stuff read on your show than I have on the big show. So <laughs> oh, You yay. guys are eating that one. <laughs> um, I've lived exact, almost halfway between Weathersfield, Connecticut, and New York City. So I have two Summer of Littles they are about 60 miles away from each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure where to go. And I was leaning towards coming down with you guys. And my yeah. best friend is also a little who lives outside of Wethersfield. And so I talked to him the other day. I says, are you going to do this? He goes, yeah. I says, well, you want to go to New York? I'm thinking about that one. He goes, I can't. I, we have to go to Weathersfield."
3: Why? I said,
5: why? And he goes, well, because he knows Bob and mm-hmm. his family. She said, so we have to go there. I went, Okay. I know two people that are going to be mad at me now and probably cut my interview in half.
1: Well, I'm going to say three because you know, Bob's daughter Maeve is going to be with us.
5: Right. <laughs> and what if that's who he knows?
1: I don't know, but I think you need to reassess this friendship. That's where I think we're going here. <laughs> so <laughs> Look-
5: I I would, but I was the best man at his wedding Uh, uh, three or four years ago, and his bachelor breakfast was at Chatter.
0: Oh wow! Wow, okay, that's cool. So can we go
1: back to so now Bob Walsh is sabotaging the New York City (laughs) look. summer of little is that what i'm hearing is that what this I, is come about on,
0: man what are we even doing out here man <laughs>
1: right i mean come right. on he's the one setting the whole thing up and now he's sabotaging oh. it so. oh, i know and,
5: and i was all set because i'm on vacation the week that would be the seventh would be the technically the first day of my vacation so i'm uh-huh. like oh i can go down to new york because i don't have to worry about anything you know right right and i thought and i looked up where where oh hurley's?
1: yeah
0: hurley's just hurley's
5: whatever, just yeah i'm like oh that's even close to grand central so i could just go oh take the yeah train, very conveniently over, located up. Get back on the train and come back home. Absolutely.
1: Yep. I think you should reassess your friendship. I also think you should talk your friend <laughs> into just writing a nice little email to Bob. I mean, we would expect this from Sully in Boston, but not Bob Walsh. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this is
0: you this know? is shocking to us.
1: So okay. we need to reassess. Sully's gonna be excited because now we've lost people, because he's right. keeping track. Right. Trust me, he's tallying he's these up. Well, so are well, you. And it, I don't know. And, what and you're of talking course, about a lot changes
5: too, because if when when Tiny Chuck gets his his one down. I'm flying to St. Louis. Oh,
1: okay. Well, that would be okay. in spring. I think he's going to do it in Springfield or, if he does or he's, Springfield, not. he's not he
0: going to. He... It's the Midwest. It's all the same. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's true. Well, is
1: that the Midwest? No, I'm just kidding. That's a different podcast. Yeah. All right. So, oh my gosh, Mr. I have nothing to talk about. Let's start yeah. from the beginning, shall we? We're already like three okay. minutes in. We haven't even, we don't even know who you are. So, why don't you introduce okay. yourself to the loyal littles out there and tell us all about David Patton?
5: Uh, I am, as you said, Dave Patton. I live in Connecticut, have lived here most of my life now. I have moved, when I was a child, moved all around. Uh, my father worked for the government, so we were one of those families that moved every four or five years. Mm-hmm. Some reason unknown to me, I ended up staying in Connecticut. Actually, I do know why it was I met my wife when right as my parents were moving, and everything was all over from there. I worked in the music business for the first half of my life, and we all know where that is nowadays. Um, and mm-hmm. then went into the snack food industry, and have been doing that ever since the mid-90s. And kind of like, it's okay, it's fun. I don't know. What else do you need to know about well, me? I've been don't... listening to Tony for a long time. Yep, go on, Roxy. Oh,
0: no. I was just going to say, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Snack food. Well, let's go all the
5: way back. So, we well, right. in Connecticut.
0: we in Connecticut. Of all, okay.
5: Well, Roxy, Roxy will know this. I, li- I grew up. I graduated high school, which so that's why I say that's where I grew up in Trumbull. Okay. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. know where that. What was. What high school? Trumbull I, High School.
0: Oh, Trumbull High. Okay.
5: And, and my wife was born and raised her entire life in Bridgeport.
0: Oh no way! Yes. That's where my mom and, was born and raised. For the, I think she moved to Stratford when she was about seven or eight.
5: Okay. Um, but and, uh, and my <laughs> wife went to this little high school you may have heard of called Notre Dame of Fairfield. Wait, that's where I went. I know. I know. All I, I told you. I lurked you guys before. That's amazing. Wait, so
1: <laughs> your wife and her mom went to the same high school? No.
5: Oh, wait. No.
0: And I went to the same oh. high school.
5: Wow. Yes, and, and, and my wife is also a technically former professional dancer but was never – of your caliber, so that's that's why I said I can't wait for us all to get together someday so my wife and Roxy can talk because they could probably they'll probably go on forever.
0: Yeah. Well, hello. Wait. So what? What? We've,
1: could... we've we've set it up for you. So we've given you the ultimate softball, as yeah. to like come on, hang out with us, summer of littles, and I... now this best man well... or some friend of yours that which we definitely <laughs> think you should reassess. I do yeah. think though, if you sat down with him and talked You're it still
0: out on this. and said
1: maybe we should write to Bob and just. We got his blessing, maybe, you know, for the benefit of the Hurley's event, this is the first time Chuck and Roxy are ever hosting. I mean, Bob's hosted this thing for years all the time
5: now, so, I mean.
0: It's his thing, though.
1: It is his thing. I understand.
5: (laughs) All right. I'm I'm conflicted. The good news is that if my friend, for some reason, whatever, backs out, and I keep Thing if, if i should say his name or not but you know
1: <laughs> well i mean
5: well, we gonna,
0: should have him on the podcast i mean we're gonna get him on the
5: podcast well, really if we well, have sure it bob already listen yeah. so bob knows scott organic there okay. we go he, okay his there name is go. scott organic i'm sure and bob knows him i think they know each other very well
1: cool okay. i mean look from a littles help you know littles with littles moment i mean we're just glad you're going somewhere yeah so that, that's yeah. that's what this is should be all about uh, and
5: and, it, and it's a tough decision too because my favorite sporting event of the year starts the next day the, oh
0: the olympics no. No. They start No, is they start August? before no. that. Never mind. They end I think they end the next day. Sorry. My brain is completely on the Olympics right now. Very excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. Continue.
5: <laughs> uh, so what is it? It's August. A, so. No, yeah, yeah, it's August. Yeah. It's actually the it's the Little League World Series oh. Eastern Regionals are in uh, Bristol, Connecticut.
0: Right, right.
5: Gotcha. Yeah. And my wife and myself take the week off every year and go up every day and just sit and watch Little League baseball all day oh, long. That's so cool. Wow. You and know, you guys are invited any day you're off or have the time to come up. I'll pick you up at the train station and bring uh, you and whatever you need to do. It, you will trust me, you will not go home unhappy. You will be so glad you did it.
1: Really?
0: Thanks. That's
1: interesting. All right, so let's circle back now. There's so much to get into, Mr. again, I have nothing to talk about. So, obviously I'm interested in this whole music career you had that you started with. Mm-hmm. Where did how did that happen? Now, I think you said you didn't go to school for music, right?
5: No, okay. no. I like I said I'm the most untalented person you'll ever meet. I loved music from a kid. I tried playing the or a little organ when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I played clarinet in the junior high school band for about a week and a half till I realized, no, this, I'm no good at this either. It's hard. Um, <laughs> but I was the kid, and I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember this. That I would listen to Casey Kasem every Sunday religiously.
0: Oh yeah,
1: you know who that is?
0: I know who Casey Kasem. Okay. All right, is. I'm just checking.
1: I mean, yeah. Oh, me too. I,
5: I get you. And and I knew the charts. I knew how many weeks whatever was at number one. And this and that. I just that I love music and listen to it and would tape songs with a little old fashioned cassette recorder between two speakers mm-hmm. and spent a lot of time in the local independent record store, of which at, when I turned 16, they decided we probably should hire this guy. He's here all the time anyways. Mm. Mm. And then stayed with them for many years. In fact, until we got married and oh, then wow. left for a little while, came back and then went to work for a record distributor. It was a senior buyer for what they called in a day a one-stop. It was a CD distributor. I worked with all the different record companies buying and selling their stuff to stores. Oh, cool. Um, I wanted to be, I came when I first started in the the independent store. I would, the record company reps would come in because we weren't Sam Goody, Record Town.
1: Tower Records,
5: right. Tower, whatever else. They came in to sell directly to us. Whereas in big stores, it goes through the corporate thing. So I got to know the actual guys, at the record companies. And my once promising soon-to-be career as a math teacher went right down the drain. I went that's the job I want. <laughs> <laughs> and one, I was lucky enough to have one of them, uh, Chuck Wright from MCA Records, kind of took me under, by wing, under his wing as a 17-year-old kid and said, stick with me, kid. I'll get you where you want to go. And then by the time we got there, the record business was pretty much gone. You're right. So, like I said, then I went and sold potato chips for 17 years. And after that, I've been doing other potato chips and actually worked for a marketing company that's hired by PepsiCo uh-huh. And I handle what they call their warehouse brands. But it's not, it's not Pepsi and it's not Frito-Lay, which are the two main parts of PepsiCo. It's Gatorade, Quaker Oats, Stacy's Chips. And I take care of those items inside stop and shop in Target stores. Wow! Well, I
0: love all of those things. Yeah, that's such an I think odd we have all of those things in our apartment right now.
5: <laughs> oh, I could give a plug for my company, but Stacy's Everything Bagel Chips, mm-hmm. Phenomenal really oh, yeah yeah
3: all right Maybe
0: everything bagel that seasoning whatever the, it's so good yeah.
5: yeah
1: well let them know if they ever want to sponsor the podcast <laughs> we'd be more than happy yeah. so yeah <laughs> we don't even need a box of that to do it so wow that's so interesting because there's so different like opposite ends of the spectrum kind of thing i would like oatmeal and gatorade i mean i wouldn't yeah. pair those it, two together
5: it, no but they're like they're owned by pepsi right yeah but I, I mean, and I you know like that. Pepsi? Oh, I love Pepsi. So, I'm, I, and the funny thing is, I look. Like I worked directly for Frito Lay for 17 years, from 1994 till 2011. Okay. And again, and as I used to always say, I was start out driving. You ever see the Frito Lay or the Dorito trucks on the road? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I drove one of those for years.
3: Oh.
5: And selling to the stores, and then I went into the training. I was one of their trainers and did the hiring for the Connecticut zone for a while. And I'm a Coca-Cola drinker. <laughs> Oh, I. I won't drink. A, I wouldn't drink a Pepsi at gunpoint. Wow. Really? Wow. Okay. I will drink everything else they make. I'll drink. I love Mountain Dew. with wow. the nice tea. Would is I it get, the sugar? Uh,
1: yeah, like what is it?
5: Or the? It, it's yeah. the taste of it. And get here now without getting too much into my life that people really don't care about.
1: I mean, we can't.
5: 58 <laughs> years old now, so it was 30 years ago. I went from one addiction to another. Mm-hmm. Okay. I went from alcohol to Coca-Cola. Uh,
1: wow. Okay.
5: I, I have not had a drink in 30 years. Oh, wow. But I've made up Coca-Cola. I, and that was just the one I drank. And mm. a gotcha. A lot of the was. they used to laugh. The joke was always, they could tell how much they drank the night before by how many bottles of Coke he'd walk into work with. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, As I,
5: I'm, not, I'm not a coffee drinker either. I don't like the oh, taste of uh, coffee.
1: Oh, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> now, the weird thing is that I'm the complete opposite. I'm the guy that will walk into a restaurant... And literally say, Do you have Coke or Pepsi? And they're like, Oh, we have Coke products. And I go, Okay, I'll have a water. Right. That's me.
5: It's funny. And that's me. And my wife is a Pepsi drinker. She hates, she's a diet Pepsi drinker. She hates diet Coke. Mm. And and it's like, So you go in our refrigerator. Oh, I'm like, we're keeping everybody happy here. And I'm the same (laughs) way. I'll walk in, if I'm in a restaurant, I'll say, I'll have a Coke. Is Pepsi okay? I'll have a ginger ale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so
0: interesting. I'm kind of one of those people where I see what they have, and if, if I'm usually when I go out, if they have pink lemonade, I'm getting pink lemonade. But if I want a mm-hmm. soda and they don't have Dr. Pepper or a root beer, either if it's Coke, I'll have Coke. If it's Pepsi, I'll have Pepsi. And I'll, you know, just kind of move on from there. But
5: she's adaptable.
1: I,
0: yes. That's yes. what we like about yes. Roxy. Yes. I'm adaptable. <laughs>
5: No, no, it is, Chuck. There's the people like us and then the people that are wrong, like Rocky.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Sure. Exactly. I'll, I'll I'll, accept that and continue <laughs> doing what I do. <laughs>
1: I mean, let's not even get to, into the Sam Adams. So anyway. Okay. So real quick, before we need to take yeah. a break already, Mr. I have nothing to say. Can you head into the Tony world? Like, how did you start listening to Tony and how did you get interested and how did you become a little?
5: Well, this again, this is where Mark Schaefer stole my thunder. Oh. And, and, and I need to meet Mark. Hey, Mark, if you're listening... Find me on. Oh, that's
1: Facebook. right, because he's from Connecticut, right?
5: Is he? No, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, New England. But,
1: oh, I we're thought he was same? from New... yeah. Anyway,
5: we're the same person. He had I have the same pet peeve about the David Aldridge moments. drives oh. me insane. But <laughs> I go back too. I'm, uh, he was Tony was a guest on the Imus show, and I was a huge Imus fan. And it was always funny because when Tony stopped writing, Imus would always introduce Lupica as. Well, now he's my favorite sports writer because Kornheiser stopped writing. Mm. You know, and that's how I found Tony. And then PTI and then, like I said, my friend Scott had said, hey, you know, you can listen to – Kornheiser's got his own pod. At the time, it was a radio show. Yeah. And he would go online to the radio station and click the Listen Now button, and you could listen to radio stations in the early days of the internet that way. Yeah. And so I started listening to him that way through the thing and then just stuck with it. And, you know, I like, like everybody. You kind of get used to it and say, okay, now I can't live without it. Right. Yeah.
1: And how does your wife deal with all this? Is she a little as well?
5: She can't stand them.
1: (laughs) But she is going to go to Summer littles with you.
5: I have no idea. Oh. She might not. But you've been together 40 years and married 35. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, go have fun. I'll see you when you get home. Right. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is rare because we do just about everything in the world together. Right. Well,
1: I mean. She sounds
0: like us. Maybe she
1: needs a day trip down to the city on that day, and you go to there, and she'll come down here, (laughs) and (laughs) She can go see a show or something afterwards mm-hmm. or go shopping, whatever mm-hmm. she wants to do. And, you know, turn it into a little, you know. Not a
5: bad idea. Anyway. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. <So. laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'm not even asking. Yep. you got to stick around because we've got a lot more to get into here. Loyal Littles will be right back with Meet the Littles.
4: Hello, Loyal Littles. This is Chris Davenport, host of the Chicagoland Summer of Littles Get Together at Byway Brewery on August 7th. Byway is located in Hammond, Indiana, right off of Interstate 8094, only five minutes from the Illinois border and 45 minutes from the Michigan border. It'll be a great time, so head on over to summeroflittles.com and RSVP so we know you're coming. Now back to Chuck and Roxy on the Loyal Littles Podcast. And as always, la cheeserie!
1: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we are lucky enough to be here with Dave Patton. You said Dave, so I'm going to say Dave, Mm -hmm. okay? All your forms said David and all that stuff, but we're going to call you Dave, and thankful for you being here. And I mean, I'm going to say we got a write-in already as far as a question, which is not true, but it's (laughs) the question like everyone I think needs to know right as we start the second half of this interview. What's your favorite snack food?
5: Uh, My favorite snack food? Yeah. That's a tough one. As I said, for years driving a Frito Lay truck, I didn't need a lot of stuff on there. I mm. just—it's mainly because it's so salty, it just makes you thirsty, and then you end up drinking all day long. But I could eat ice cream until I explode.
1: Ooh. Oh, okay.
5: I love ice cream, and or the other thing is, as I posted on Facebook one day, and my sister, the nurse, got back to me real quick about it, is that I said that I could live on Slim Jims and Mountain Dew.
1: That's not good for the diet, though.
5: Two worst things on earth for right. you. Right. <laughs> there's just something about
0: it okay so i i I guess i'm kind of gonna go out of order here and ask another silly question i guess since you live in connecticut i'm not quite sure which halfway point you're at but have you heard of ferris acres creamery in newtown
5: i've been there uh about a thousand times it is my
0: favorite (laughs) is that where you took me yes where the cows and the pasture it is my favorite ice cream spot i'm so glad that you know it and you've been there
5: yeah Yeah, in fact if we again, we didn't get into this at all. But I mean, if you if you lurked to me, which I'm sure you did, you saw my profile, one of my pictures. Probably my I don't know, it's got the picture of a blue Harley Davidson on it.
3: Oh, oh right, yeah.
5: So, yeah, we take the bikes, we end up there a lot of times after a long day of riding for ice cream.
0: Yeah,
3: the
5: other one that's good is Rich Farms in Oxford. Exactly, I haven't tried it right on '67. Okay,
1: oh, that's in Connecticut, too.
5: Yeah, okay. Oh, we're gonna get all Connecticut on you now. Oh, that's okay. Make a cup of coffee or whatever, totally fine.
1: What happened to your baseball team, Bridgeport? I go by that stadium all the time, oh, and it's bluefish? empty. Yeah, the bluefish. That-
5: yeah. well, it's a hard, it's a concert venue now. That's yeah. going to fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my mind, I just it's think sad.
1: Every right. time I go by it, I feel like oh, yeah, it looks oh, like such
5: a cute. The Walmart. hockey
0: team, it, they're still there.
5: Yeah, in fact, yeah. they just renamed themselves the Bridgeport Islanders. Ah, they're oh. part of the Islanders system, I guess.
0: That's the one and only hockey game I think I've ever been to.
5: Yeah, because you're too young for the Nighthawks in New Haven.
0: Yeah. Well, we used to go for baseball. We used to go see the New Haven Ravens. Yeah. And then my brother followed the Rockies, the Colorado Rockies, because the Ravens were their affiliate. affiliate yeah. Um, yeah. So for a while, he was a, a Rockies fan. But then they went away, and they built the Bridgeport Bluefish Stadium, and we yeah. used to go like every summer. I have a friend who was the mascot there for years. Oh, wow. Yeah. A lot of fun times there.
1: Oh, yeah. and, and they had a hockey right. team?
0: They did, yeah. It was the Sound Tigers, right?
1: Yes. And yeah. now
0: they have a, a theater being built.
1: But that's way too much hockey talk for this <laughs> interview. Yeah,
5: really. Uh, <laughs> only think we care about less in this country than hockey is soccer. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> Simon.
1: And, uh, <laughs> so interesting enough, now Roxy's talked about this in the past. Now there is a divide in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're neither. That would be even more interesting. But so where does your sports fandom lie?
5: It relies in Detroit, Michigan. Oh, okay. Oh. It's where I was born. That's the teams that I follow. We are perennial losers in every sport on <laughs> earth, except for hockey every now and then.
1: Yeah, the and bad boys in the 80s, you know? I mean, yeah,
5: I've, I've had my run. I had the 68 Tigers, the 84 Tigers, yeah. the bad boys. And that was only because moving around as a child, every time we would move, my father would become a fan of the local team.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Now, a lot of that, too, was back in the days. You didn't have 8,000 cable channels where you could watch every team in the country, anywhere right. in the country. Right. Sure. And I would always be like, "How? Last year you were like you like these guys. Now you don't like them at all. You like these guys. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me." (laughs) Right. So it just kind of like became this thing. Like I'm sticking with Mm -hmm. the Detroit teams all the way through. Cool. But like it's like um. But my biggest sports thing going is, without a doubt, the uh, Little League World Series. I think it's just the greatest sporting event of the year um we go every year to the regional finals right here in connecticut any littles out there that would like to go get in touch with me i'll let you know when it is when we're, we're there every day but yeah come on up you will have a great time watching these kids it's in my mind baseball in its purest form yeah sure. these little kids don't care about anything but playing a game. they're <laughs> yeah. not there to get a contract to get a, to get a scholarship or anything else They just want to have fun playing the game. And we've met some great people from around northeastern part of the the country by going and just we have it's a great time. I love it. My wife, who is not a sports fan at all, could talk about it almost as long as I could. And I could take up your whole show just talking about Little League World Series. Well, let's
1: take a few more minutes. So my next question in regards to this is, so who's the biggest Major League Baseball player you ever got to see before anyone knew who they were?
5: None, because we've only been we've been doing this only about five or six years. Oh, I see. Okay, so they're still not there yet. Okay. No, what got me into it originally was reading the Sunday paper in 1989, when August Sunday and its Trumbull was playing for the Little League World Series, of which I didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. Not growing up a sports fan, so we watched that on TV, and then I would watch it on TV. And by the way, do you know the, the trivia question that comes out of that? Uh, no. Chris Drury, who pitched the game won the Little League World Series, a college. A high school championship in hockey, a college championship in hockey, and a Stanley Cup in hockey. Whoa! Whoa!
0: So he switched I, from yeah
5: ho- oh. from baseball. At some point, he switched He was a hockey player and just had a great career as a hockey. Played for the Rangers for a while. Wow, that a wow.
0: that's cool.
1: Yeah, see, so that's more hockey talk. See, so yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> 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 no, it was funny because I, I believe it was Mary Faye Randolph that we were just, you know, chatting and she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I, she I
0: did the college. I
1: had I had season tickets for the college, you know, and so, you know, I used to watch Calvin Schiraldi and Roger Clemens pitch and, mm-hmm. you know, no big deal. And I was like, what? <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, I, I saw every one of their games before yeah. they made it to the majors. And I was like, how cool is that? So maybe that'll happen to you someday.
5: I hope so. Maybe we'll get somebody to come through. Then we can say, hey, we saw him play. And, you know, but yeah, it's when just he
1: was it's- 12. Right.
5: Yeah, and it, it's a great time. And luckily for us, it's a 40 minute drive in the morning. So, yeah. gotcha. So when I pick you guys up at the train station one day that week, it's only about a hour drive from the Stratford train station up to Bristol. Ah.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, you know, we'll see how it works out when we pick you up at the train station for Summer of Little 3.1. <laughs> right, right. And, you know,
0: and
1: it's we'll just take a it from few there. short
0: blocks you know, from, from
1: not,
3: the train. I'm not trying yeah. To like, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I'm
3: just saying, you
0: know.
1: Hey. So, David, you never really got into your, your childhood. So, you said you were born in Detroit we in Detroit. Yeah, and so what did your parents do? And how, you said you moved around a lot.
5: Yeah, my, my father was an accountant for the government, so he would go from local city to local city to fix their money situations. And we said so we spent the first seven years of my life. I think we're in Detroit. Then we moved to Akron, and then we stayed there. And that's where they I actually had uh, I had an operation done when I was eight because I was born with a minor case of cerebral palsy. It doesn't really affect anything but my legs. The part of my brain that Works my lower legs and develops my lower legs doesn't work. So I had the braces, and as I tell everybody, which in a weird way, Ferris Gump was one of the best movies in my life and one of the hardest movies to ever watch because the shoes he had at the beginning was me. I I had the big braces and everything. And then when I was eight, they operated, stretched my Achilles tendon so that my heels would touch the ground and put me in cast from my top of my basically from the top of my my entire legs all the way down so that they would heal, stretched out and as long as possible. And then had to re, didn't really relearn, but kind of learned to walk again. Wow. The correct way. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was great because it was at Halloween time. It's the only thing I remember about it. It was Halloween time and I was sitting, we were in Ohio, we lived in a nice subdivision in Ohio, and I was sitting out in the driveway handing out the candy because I couldn't go out trick-or-treating because of my cast. I want to say ten or eleven kids in the neighborhood would come up to all the houses trick or treat. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, and I got a bag for David too. Oh, okay, here, give it here. T- Dave gets two.
0: Oh, <laughs> that is <laughs> so nice.
5: And I got more candy that year. <laughs> <laughs> got candy that year. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it was the type of place where we lived. And where everybody yeah. everybody knew everybody and stuff. Yeah. So, and that's the only thing I remember. And then Jay just. Uh, you know, my parents raised us. My sister, older brother, mostly my older brother and sister, because my younger sister was, by the time she was old enough to know what was going on, I was pretty much "quote unquote" normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as normal as I'm ever going to be.
3: Right.
5: <laughs> but my older brother and sisters, they never had a problem with it, and they just said, "Hey, this is what it is. We do. We don't. Dave, we don't ask for special treatment. We don't do anything. We go along." My sister's line was always. Dad would always say, well, I guess we'll have to walk a little slower. That's how we were raised. I was raised, and I've got a friend that bugs me to get a handicapped parking sticker. I was like, I will not do it.
0: There's something really amazing about that of, like, this is sort of, this is the hand you were dealt with, and you can still live a full and happy oh, yeah. life without yep. acknowledging that it exists, but also you can still function and do things, and for them to recognize that and instill that in you was, and your siblings was really cool.
5: It was great to absolutely did, And like I said, I just, I mean, you'll notice, like when we meet in person someday, you'll notice that I do walk a little funny, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, then that's just, but does it bother me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It should it? And I really don't want to be your friend. So. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so this might be a little interesting. So did you ever get down to DC to chatter? Anything like that?
5: Uh, yes, I did once oh, for no. uh, my best friend, Scott, who's dragging me to Wethersfield. So it's not my fault. <laughs> he got married. Four years ago, and uh, being at that point probably nearing 50, I think he was 48 at the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and his first marriage, it didn't want the big traditional bachelor party and all that. And we were, but we were both too old for that. And the wedding itself was taking place on Cape Cod. And the only people not directly related to the family by blood in, in at the whole ceremony were myself and my wife. Um, so it was a real small deal. Right. And uh, I said, what do you want to do? For, for, we got to do something. I said, I know, I don't, I don't, let's go down and. And watch him do, a, do the show at Chatter. He went, okay, good idea. So we left on a Saturday morning, went down, spent the day, went and had breakfast at Chatter. saw met Saliza and Gary.
1: Nice.
3: Uh, went,
5: went to Calvert-Woodley and bought some cheese. <laughs> As
1: because you do.
5: You do when you're in Washington, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
5: <laughs> I think that was the only thing. We didn't go check out any of the places and then came back. And it's, uh, It was, a fun, it was it's fun. It was great. Really interesting to watch him do it.
1: So it was just the two of you?
5: Yeah, it was just the two of that's us. Oh, nice. That's great. You know, yeah. We you know, and it's weird too because it was the day where they taped it out of order.
1: Oh, okay.
5: Which was fun to watch because Tony kept making mistakes. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm sure he loved that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah,
5: yeah, that was that was my one, that was our one, my one and only trip to Chatter, and and the food was good.
1: Oh, good. Good. Yeah, it's such a shame. Yeah, that's the one regret I have because we actually planned it a few times mm-hmm. and it just never happened.
5: I wanted to stay for Tuesday to see Tori and David, but. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that was back in the days when they did one every day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you ever had an email read on the show? One. Okay. I I
5: think I'm batting 1,000 or I'm batting 500. I've only set one or two. Okay. Yeah. No. I was driving home and there was a Subaru stuck in the snow on the side of the road. (laughs) So I had to take a picture and send it in with uh, some stupid caption. I can't remember what it was that I said about it, but I just didn't, you know, stuck me as, haha, Subaru owner. Yeah. How's that working for you now? (laughs) I've had more emails and stuff read on your show than that, than that show.
1: Ah, well, we you know we aim to please here.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, littles. Full disclosure: we just had now. Ironically, I don't feel so bad about this because the big show has had many of these recently in the past like two weeks or so, and we just had some audio problems, and it wasn't Comcast, I'm not blaming Comcast, I swear. We don't even have Comcast, what do we have, Spectrum?
0: Spectrum. Okay,
1: I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think this totally had to do with my recording software on my ancient laptop.
0: Yep, it's like 20 years old. So
1: I do (laughs) believe we still have the last like eight minutes of our conversation but it's just going to be tricky to edit, but that's okay. I'll, I'll try to piecemeal, whatever. Now you were just saying you're interested in seeing us do this. You are like, you said you were more interested in the behind the scenes.
5: Yes. Okay. Oh, big time. That's I've always been more interested in that than never, not than the performing end of the, of anything. Mm. And it's probably because I have no talent, but it was always that I just, and then I kind of grew to, I'm more interested in, you know, Business thing. It's, I, you know. Ah, sure. okay.
1: Well, so you want to come down and see us do this. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe on 3. August 7th, <laughs> Summer <of> Little <Loss> 3.1, <laughs> we'll do a little live segment from Hurley's. <laughs> I think we could make that happen if you're coming. If you're not coming, we're not doing it.
5: I walked right into that.
1: Yeah, you did. So (laughs) now it's all on you. So if if you want to have a big treat for all the littles, you just need to tell us you're coming and we'll set that up somehow. Oh, my gosh. So we'll have Maeve live. We'll have Ritz. We'll have Simon. And now we'll have David Patton live. How cool would that be? (laughs) All right, so we lost connection right around. We were asking you the question about if you were the host of Saturday Night Live, who would you want your musical guest to be? And the last thing I think we heard you say, well, why don't you just repeat it? You said you wouldn't want it to be one of your idols?
5: Yes, because what if you meet them and they're jerks? Yeah.
0: That's the scariest thing.
5: I've met enough people in artists and performers where I'm like, you're just a jerk. <laughs> yeah. And I've met other ones where... In- I'll always say this is him with Donny Osmond, where you go, man, is that guy smart? And yeah. he knows what's going on. And someday I'll tell you a great Donny Osmond story. Well, hello. I,
1: I mean, if we may, I <laughs> actually went to NJ Pack to see Donny Osmond perform in concert.
5: Ah, okay. So that this had been about the time was that his like his comeback?
1: This was around two thousand.
5: Yeah, when he was doing. He, he was Kid touring man.
1: with the with the Coat of Many Colors. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, okay. No, then okay. Oh well, no, that. of
1: course he was. No, he. I, because that's only two songs. He had a
5: hit record in the late 80s, early 90s.
1: Okay. I mean, like, that matters, though, because all they want to hear is Puppy Love, right?
5: Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so,
1: but of course he had to do The Code of... Because he also had that big DVD where he played Joseph from yeah. Joseph mm-hmm. the Mason Technicolor Dreamcoat, which, by far, I'm insulting somebody out there a little, I'm so sorry, but that is still one of my favorite jingles besides the Hamilton. There's someone that did The Code of Many Colors parody uh, yeah. and I don't remember what it was maybe it was around the subway sandwich days hmm. when Tony mm-hmm. was going through his gift card subway sandwich days I'll have to look that up I'm yep. sure someone will write in and tell us where it is but that's one of my other favorites I forget who it was it's probably like someone like Patrick Moffat or somebody that we've already talked to and didn't even acknowledge that so I apologize for that but yeah so that was Donny Osman. what do you got Donny Osman?
5: he had a record come out in fact it was one of the Long Island radio stations started playing this record i don't remember the year it was had be it was pre-1994 because i was still in the business at the time and they just started playing this song on the radio and not saying who it was
3: Hmm. and it becomes
5: a big hit in new york and then it takes over he goes in and records an album and then back in the day they used to have what they would call listening parties for artists sometimes where oh hey so-and-so's got a new album out. Come on down to this place, wherever it is. We're going to play the whole album. You can hear the whole album before it's released mm-hmm. and meet the artist and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been to a thousand of these things in my lifetime. And they're usually the same boring thing. You go for the food. Yeah, <laughs> You go in. You listen to the record. The artist comes by and says, hi, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Hi, right. nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Hi, nice to – you know. Right. Well, so we're, and we're going. So it's myself and one of the other guys from our distributor that I work with. And we're down there. And it was at, I want to say, the record plant or Electric Lady Land Studios in New York. So it was a nice it was in a good recording studio, mm. and we're sitting around. We're talking, and we listen. And they play the whole thing, and then we're and then and they bring in the guy they bring in Donnie around, and he's hey, how you doing? Nice to meet you, and then and they're like, this is Dave. He's the he's a buyer for Audio One, their distributor up in Connecticut. Yeah,
1: now he was already a big star at this point, right? So you knew who he was, right? He
5: was a he was a big star in his career. Again, yeah, not over, but back he was, in the you, day,
1: yes. Okay, but you yeah. knew who this was. It's not like you're, yeah. yeah, okay, just want to make sure. Oh, yeah,
5: no, I knew who he was and I met him. And, and, you know, so he goes to meet the whole thing. And uh, five or 10 minutes later, me and my friend were standing there and we're talking and whatever. And he comes back over and he says, hey, You're the guy from the record distributor. And I didn't remember my name, which I didn't expect him to. He met just yeah. met 100 people in sure. 10 minutes. Sure. He says, Yeah, he says, The buyer, right? He goes, Now, what's your ratio of CD singles to cassette single sales? He actually knew the business end of his career. Wow. Oh, neat. Which I have never met that in anybody ever. Yeah. You know, oh, cool. I'm that's like, really yeah, great. Music. This guy takes care of that. Mm-hmm. But it, we had a great conversation for a good, probably 15, 20 minutes about wow. the business, end of the business and everything. And and, and I enjoyed it because that's what I was interested in and liked doing. And I think he enjoyed the fact that it was somebody not wanting to know about puppy love. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
1: Right. Yeah.
5: I don't care who you are. You really, so you're doing this and you're doing that and and, you know, it was was great. I was always amazed me because I never expected it from him.
1: Okay. You know what I got out of that concert? I'm going to put, I'll put some of this on air, some I won't. Okay. I've never seen so many middle-aged women, I'm going to politely say it that way, (laughs) go so freaking berserk in my life. (laughs) Okay. It was like unbelievable to watch.
5: Yeah. You've never been to a Rod Stewart concert. Right. That's another one.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's another Mm -hmm. one.
5: It's, it is, Middle-aged women, heaven. Yeah. <laughs> if if you're looking for a woman of that age, that's where you go. Go there. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. Well, David, thank you so much for coming on the Little Littles podcast here. Now, what can we plug for you? Is there anything coming up besides your appearance at Summer of Littles at Hurley's that we need to tell the Littles about? Or...
0: I'm going to be hearing this all day.
1: <laughs> no, seriously. How can we find you on Twitter? It's
5: my appearance for you, too, by the way. Oh, Okay. well, yep. mm-hmm. all right, we can talk. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, we'll see.
5: Uh, but no, other than, like I said before, anybody who in the second, I believe it's the second week of August, I'll get the dates out. It'll be on my Facebook page when we're going. Uh, anybody wants to come up and watch some great Little League baseball, let me know. I'll be glad to meet you and let you know what times we're going to be there on any given day because we don't. There's four games a day. We usually don't go for every game every day, right. but sometimes mm-hmm. we do. Um, it's a lot of fun. But that's it. And you can find me on Facebook at David Patton.
1: OK, great. Perfect. Yeah. All right, David. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this a little bit different. Here you go, Roxy.
0: If you could live in any TV home, what would it be?
5: I would have to say there was a show and I can't think of the name of the show. now, But it was a bunch of FBI agents that lived on the beach in California.
3: Mm-hmm. And I've always
5: wanted to live in a house where I could step out the door onto the sand of the beach. So Ooh. that would be the show. And someday I'll think of what it is in email. I <laughs> can't blank out what the name of the show is right now.
0: Is it Graceland?
5: Yes, that's it. Graceland. Graceland. I've yeah, never
1: even heard of that. So it sounds like you're a TV watcher. Is that true?
5: Yes, I am. I watch, and it comes from listening to music so much in my job that when I got home at night, I didn't want to watch, didn't want to hear music anymore. I would put the TV on and watch anything.
1: Oh, my gosh. I wish we could, we had time to get back into that. We might have to, we'll have you back sometime. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe, well, like I said, if you come down, we'll do it, you know, at Summer Littles 3.1. When I'm
5: (laughs) at Summer Littles, we'll do it. Good job.
1: (laughs) Well, no, because I was the same way. People ask me that all the time. Oh, what's your favorite, you know, this song? And I'm like... That's my job. I don't want to go home and mm. listen to other Broadway show tunes or even just any type of... I play music for a living, and I am yeah. so I was so thankful. I'm still thankful for that, that I'm lucky enough I get to do that. But yeah. people... Yeah, it's weird that people don't understand that.
0: Yeah, you're a TV it, yeah, person, too. Yeah,
1: it's yeah,
5: that's yeah, interesting. I mean, I, I got hooked on Beverly Hills 90210 for a while, Whoa. and that was the dumbest thing ever on TV. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, that's that's
5: like a whole other
1: podcast. I, I don't
0: know. Yeah. I think maybe The Bachelor franchise is pretty dumb too yeah. I mean I watch so, it so give us fine. real
1: quick because I know Mary Faye Randolph's gonna want to know because I know she watches a lot too. what's your favorite show right now
5: favorite show right now uh what is it? I'm trying to think that's going See, I'm, I'm watching justified for the third time oh okay on Hulu which is one of the best shows ever oh, okay current see it's summertime there's not really good current yeah. shows up
1: true all right well David thank you again for coming on we really appreciate the time
5: oh no problem thank you for having me and like I said I got nothing to say
1: <laughs> nothing at all <laughs> All right, Loyal Littles, we'll be right back.
5: Hi, this is Jeff Turner, one of your Boca Raton, Florida hosts for Summer of Littles 3.1. Come on out to Tap 42 on August 7th to celebrate with me, Danny Feynman, and other Littles from South Florida. Head on over to summeroflittles.com and RSVP so we know you're coming. Now back to Chuck and Roxy and the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC
6: Podcast Network.
0: Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you so much, David, for coming on and being our Meet the Littles guest. Who
1: is this speaking?
0: It's Roxy here. Oh, hi, Roxy. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> inside huh. joke. Inside joke, guys. All right. So it's, what is it time for?
0: It's time for the Friday Five, yeah. I think. Yeah. in Damascus. Oh, yes.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: So excited. <laughs> All
1: right. What do we got? Simon, you going to read the first one?
2: Okay. So number one, for 24 hours, you are alone and on an island. Okay. No limitations on anything there. Okay. You can have food, water, beer, internet, electricity, access to the TK podcast, etc., but no other people on the island. What do you spend the 24 hours doing?
0: Well, I would probably sip on some pina coladas and some mimosas, make sure I've got my SPF 70 on, <laughs> and probably <laughs> dance a lot.
2: But you're by yourself. Yeah. And you're on an island, so you probably can So can't. how would you take advantage of the fact that you, you have everything you want on an island and you're completely by yourself?
0: Well, I don't know. I, I guess I would do a lot of different things, but those would be like the main things like sipping on some pina coladas, laying out, but like I would probably dance around.
1: All right, here we go. Number two, I really want a hammock chair. I don't know why. I just haven't bought one for myself. <laughs> Name something that you would like to get that you can afford, have a place for it, et cetera, but for some reason you just haven't purchased. Bonus. If you actually end up buying it as a result of this question. So, Chuck, this is yours.
4: Okay. So, I have for years, and, and the older I get, the more I want this. I need a hot tub, a house, mm. or a sauna, one or the other. And every time, like, fall comes around, I'm always reminded, like, and I tell the wife, I'm like, man, why don't we get one? We've got a deck, we've got a place for it. And now they even make, like, inflatable ones you could buy. I mean, there's really oh, no yeah. excuse.
1: Yeah, um, but no, no, you got to go for the good one. Go for the good one. Yeah,
4: you might as well. But I spend, like, hundreds of dollars a month going, switching gyms just because they have a hot tub and a sauna in the wintertime. And I'm just like, why don't I just buy one? So
2: yeah. um, I might go for that bonus. I don't know what the bonus is, but I buy one. <laughs> the bonus one. is you have a hot tub. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, That's cool. the bonus, Get an inflatable one. I, uh, I did a, a show up at Goodspeed, and I bought an inflatable hot tub and put it in the basement. Did you and really? And I had it down there for ages and then someone ratted me out and I had to get rid of it but it was Are you fantastic kidding me?
0: why you no. well, why would you have to get rid of it it's uh, electricity i'm
2: so, sure that's oh. a whole long no cuz actually i did my research and it was only taking it was taking way less than the washing machine the dryer uh, because it, it heats it so slowly over time and once it is at temperature it didn't require that much energy right so right. i did that research i put it in a well drained area i even looked up insurance and things but they gave me some BS about why it wasn't allowed. Anyway, so now if anyone ever works at Goodspeed again, it's literally in the thing that you sign that says that you are not allowed to have hot tubs no. in the
3: basement. <laughs> That's because of you.
2: They call it the Simon Clause. That's
3: wow. great. Simon Clause. You know,
1: I have a similar one for Summerstock. We snuck an air conditioner in our room one year because this is going back when there was no air conditioning. And, yeah, that lasted like a week. And then we got, they made us take it out.
4: No comfort for you. No comfort for you. <laughs> Not in summer stock.
1: Was that Billy Elliot? It so was I'm, Billy oh, Elliot. Yeah,
4: that's nice.
1: All right. What's the next one?
0: Number three. Tell a joke that is funny to people in your profession. Retirement is considered a profession in this case. If you are an astrophysicist, you are allowed to make a Uranus joke. Pre-approved ah. by Claire to avoid anticycleration. <laughs> warning: My answer will contain math. Now
1: wait a minute. I feel like if we got clearance on this, if Uranus has nothing to do with my profession, I feel like I should be able to say it, right?
0: Well, she's well, we can say it, it on our
1: podcast. We we have a warning <laughs> in our preview. There may be Uranus jokes. That so is true. That was a f- that we, we're covered here. But I feel like if we're cleared, everyone should be able to tell a Uranus joke if you want.
0: Okay. Well, tell your joke about your profession, and then if you have a Uranus joke, go ahead and say it.
1: I, well, I kind of want to try to think of a Uranus joke that would go along with my profession now, okay. but I didn't do that. So Chuck, you want to help me out with this one? I mean, there's so many to pick from. Um, how about, how can you tell a trombonist's child on the playground? I don't know. They don't know how to Ow. use the slide and they can't swing for shit. <laughs> Hey-ho. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean.
0: Oh, that's yeah. good.
3: I mean,
1: what, did you think uh, I was going to give you one of those, what do you call the people that hang out with musicians? Drummers. <laughs> Uh, drummers
0: they keep them in a pit and it's for a good reason
1: Uh, (laughs) we're here all day all right so who's got the next one number four
4: all right based on the fact i had a chat about if it was a uranus joke or an uranus joke i felt grammar question was appropriate what grammar rule do you have the toughest time with and yes
2: i ended that with a preposition all right simon you got this one well, if by you mean toughest time, like what is the most annoying thing Americans do, then, yeah, I've got so many for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, where do I start? People that write two and they do T-O-O and they don't mean T-O-O. Or, oh, you know what's horrible? This is more like loose or lose. Oh. Like when everyone's like, oh, I lose, and they'll write it loose. That <laughs> drives me crazy. But I guess the one that I struggle with is I'll so- sometimes say, well, the reason is because, and then my mom will constantly remind me that I'm just saying because, because. So I have to try and remember to just say the reason is that, not the reason is because, because that's just saying the same thing twice. Oh. But mm-hmm. um, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Just, that's uh, a good yeah. one. Yeah.
2: Oh, fewer I mean, and less as well. People get that wrong all the time. Lad and less? Uh, huh? What, what, did you, did you say? what
0: did
2: you say? <laughs> fewer and less.
0: Fewer oh, and less. Fewer
2: and
1: less.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it said lad and less. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought <you> said,
1: <laughs> I thought you said lad <laughs> and less. <laughs> so I was like, I don't understand. Chuck, like, pay what attention.
4: are you talking about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm paying attention. It just was.
4: What's the difference between a lad and a lad? I <laughs> get that mixed up all the time. <laughs> I know. Well, it is
1: 2021, Chuck. I mean, ew. Right? I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, right. All right.
0: And then the fifth question post a picture you've taken that you love. Well, we can't really.
1: No, we're going to, I'm going to do that when we post, when we post the episode. Okay. So we'll do that. All right. So Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us.
0: You can email us at WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at Loyal Littles Pod. We're also on Instagram. at Where
4: Chuck? Instagram.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At (laughs) At the Loyal Littles Podcast. And don't forget about our Facebook page, The Loyal Littles Podcast. Chuck, I said that
1: because you're on Instagram. It's the only thing you're on because I'm still defending you over on Twitter.
0: But you messed up my flow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got very nervous. You say it the same the picture, way every
4: time. You know, Instagram doesn't have all the chatter. just pictures. Yeah,
1: yeah it's just pictures. <laughs> Chuck, did you see <laughs> uh, you're in the top five on these results for day one? Hell yeah. I picked Louis Oosthuizen. And Phil. And Phil, though. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
4: I'll tell you, I'm most excited about the Olympics thing, though. Me too. Yeah, I have to do some research. I've never. Simon, you should get in on that. Doing fantasy, fantasy Olympics. Yeah, all
0: you have to do is pick the country that is going to win the gold medal. It doesn't have to be the person. So like. Women's gymnastics individual gold medal. Like, I'm gonna say Simone Biles is gonna win it, but I, I, you just have to put USA for that.
1: Actually, let's, let's talk about this. Is that okay? Yeah. We're referring to Bob Sproul and
0: his uh, grandstander small monetary value pool. Yes. Uh, He's
1: got one for the Olympics. So yes. if you're interested uh-huh. in that, Littles, you should get on over there to Littles Picking Games. I'm so
0: excited.
1: And Roxy's excited. Simon, you gotta get in on this. Chuck, you're gonna do it too, right? Absolutely. All right. All right, all you loyal littles. Let's get out of here. As always, if you're out shopping online tonight, use
0: the
2: code. People, please use the code. Please they, they use the need code. They need to eat. They need to eat. <laughs> they need to eat?
0: The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Lewis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan.
3: Oh, yeah.